0: Y'all already know what it is, your boy Yako. What it do? The outlet to reality, the whole this podcast in Vegas and Chicago. What up? This is the place where you want to hide from your drama or maybe hide from your baby mama. <laughs> Just kidding. But, anyways, thanks y'all for listening. Stay tuned. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Chi ching. And today we have a very, very special guest our first couple, married couple in this podcast. We got our boy, Mike. I had to bring him back and his wife, Monica. So I'm really happy to have y'all both here. Thank you guys. <laughs>
1: hey, thanks for having us, brother.
2: Thanks anytime. for inviting us. Yes.
0: Of course. Of course. Anytime. So real quick, before we get started, I want to share a quick story that happened to me last week. Uh, so pretty much i uh i help out with uh social events and uh like social dance events where people that are single get to meet other people that don't know how to dance so It's is pretty cool and one of my good friends he invited me to uh actually a filipino restaurant that just opened two weeks ago it's called uh Dance starts a cafe and wait wait wait
1: isn't it, the name is not in filipino
0: no, but the owner is, and the DJ is, and the waitress is, and the hey, hey. she
2: can she can I probably bet, translate that. I, what what I was it again?
1: It's right?
0: What's it oh. name? So it's called Dance Stars Cafe. How do you say that?
2: Dance Stars Cafe, Sayao, Dance, uh, Stars, you know, it's it's basically like that. It's, it's, it's so y'all just, went to the Sayao, huh? Yeah.
0: Sayauan,
2: Tantahan. Uh, Did you have a video key, or...?
0: So look, let me tell you guys, uh, this is pretty sure. good question. So basically, um, the owner closes it for everyone else, like after nine o'clock. So he sets it off for like the social dance event. Like I told you, for like people that are single or trying to learn how to dance. And he has, I think his parents are the DJ. They're like in their mid 70s, but they're the cutest couple I've ever seen Aww. because Oh, that is so nice. No, it's so dope because there'll be moments he's putting, like, uh, and then he'll take his wife out to dance, and they know how to dance it. And it's the cutest thing because I see them turning, and and he, he moves her down. It almost looks like he's going for the kiss. It's the cutest thing, and I love them. They're, like, the happiest people ever. And so... This place, like it opened up like two weeks ago. And for me, with this pandemic, I feel like you should help out um, mom and pop restaurants because they're the ones that got hit the most and they need wow. help. you know? So I invited all my friends, uh, actually my friends from Chicago, they flew in. You know, they came in, tried to see me. And I told them, we gotta go here, guys. They have the best Filipino food. You know what I had, you're not gonna believe it. I had, uh, it's, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong. But I had bonsai the, the noodles. Uh-oh. And, and I heard it, it's supposed to give you long life. So I had to get Antique. it. I, to live <laughs> I know a little something. Right? And then I had this chick. I mean, not chicken. Um, It was fish fried. But they. I think it's called cc.
2: Cc, yes.
0: Oh, man. It's I got to be honest with you. It's probably my favorite fish I've ever had in Vegas. Huh? Nice. It was so good. And my friend, my two best friends are Filipino. So they already knew it. They're like, hey, I'm going to get this and this and that. So they ordered the whole thing. We had about four or five entrees. I'm not going to lie. I was so full after that. But here's the thing I'm going to tell you. all A couple tables away, there was a very, very beautiful woman I saw. And your boy, Yakov, what it do, had to go Mm. up. And they start playing my favorite songs. So like, you know say i Some songs. So I'm like, all right, Steph, this is where I come. So I go walk to her and I tell her, hey, girl, you want to dance? And she goes, yeah, yeah, I'll be down. Okay, cool. So we dance. You're not going to believe this, guys. She's half Mexican and half Filipino. Oh, watch out now. Beautiful combination.
1: Connection. The connection.
0: Yeah, I love it. it. Like, <laughs> watch yeah, out. Yeah, I, I thought I fell in love because I was like, man, I've never seen a combo like that. So I started dancing and the good thing I know how to dance. And she goes, oh, man, I really don't know how to dance. And I said, me neither. <laughs> You're good, bro. You're good. It's funny because she's like, man, I don't know how to dance. And I said, don't worry, girl. I don't charge the weekends, so you all good. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a weekday, by the way. So I started dancing, doing my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, next you know, I could tell I'm making her laugh. And here's the interesting part. She starts to interview me in a way. Oh, She goes, how old do you think I am? I said, man, that's the most deadly questions of all time. Um, Are you trying to get me in trouble? She goes, no, for real, how old do you think I am? I said 21 you got to you got to go with 21 so I said 21 and she goes oh my gosh for real and I'm like "Uh, totally so, (laughs) so I find out she said no but actually I'm 31 I said oh okay all right no, uh right? you know no i don't
1: i don't want to ask you how old you think my wife is because you ain't gonna get it right brother <laughs>
0: i'm gonna be honest i mean your wife looks very young too uh-huh. so i i you know i'm don't try to put me in trouble but i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> stick with the 20s i'm gonna keep it the 20s and then mike you look like 32.
1: thank you that's a good, good comment. my beard yeah yeah, right. yeah you
0: know what i'm, saying? I'm gonna keep it 32 <laughs> keep it 32. <laughs> I don't know if I was right, but, you know, I, uh, you, uh, you know. Did she uh, tell you or well, yeah, left so, you in? So the girl told me she's 31. Okay. And then she asked me how old I was. And I said, I'm 28, but I'm about to be 29 this year. So uh-huh. she's like, oh, righty on. Yes. And, so, and, so, <laughs> and so we started dancing again. And this is kind of funny. At the end of the night, she was like, you know, by herself. And some tall dude with a ponytail 6'3" comes up and talks to her and shows her like something on her phone. And I said to myself, what a wonderful world. So I came, I went up to her and I said, Hey girl, let's dance. And then we're putting this song. Dancing Queen." So I was like, yo, this is my jam. So I told her, Hey girl, let's dance. She's like, why? I said, this is my favorite song. And so we danced. And she's like, why did you take me away from the guy, right? You know, the guy with the ponytail. And I told her, I'm going to be honest, it looked like you were bored. And she's like, oh. yeah, you're right. I mean, the video was like 14 minutes. He tried to make me watch something on YouTube, and I'm here trying to have a good time. I said, like, see, that's where I come in. And so,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so at the end of the night. Yako yeah, to the rescue. <laughs> you go, know, man, you know. And, and check this out. She said that she lives all across a different town in Vegas, like a 30-minute drive. And she said on her way to the area, which is on Jones, she said she pulled up the gas station, and then the car behind her was a bunch of dudes trying to holler at her, talk to her, and try to, like, get her attention. She said she was pretty terrified that she called her girlfriend. She's like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what area I am. And her girlfriend's like, yo, go back to your hood. This is the wrong area. And so she's like, no, I gotta go. I already committed. I'm gonna go to this place. She still went. So when she told me the story, I said, you know why you got scared? And she's like, Why? Because you didn't have me. I'm sorry to tell uh, you. But if I was there, I would have protected you. I may not budgeting. be able to do it. You like that, right? So I said, Don't worry. By the <laughs> I told her, by the end of the night, I'll make sure you get home safe. Don't worry. Mm. So at the That's end so of nice the night,
2: that is so nice of you. Yeah.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, and so after the whole thing, I told my boys, hey, look, guys, y'all go to my car. I have to do a mission that I cannot, you know, I have to finish it. Like, okay, all right. So I see the girl. She comes outside. She's like, oh, my gosh, you waited for me? And I'm like, yeah, girl, you know, I you know, I don't break my word. So l- let me uh, walk into your car. So we're walking together. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she says to me, I had a wonderful time. Mm. And she goes. You gotta follow me on instagram i said it is most definitely i will next you know to make the story short we did have a day yesterday i think hey congrats full thank you thank you uh i kept it really you know chill at the bar you know trying to you know s- see how it feels did nothing crazy um but yeah that's my little my little two cents story so uh Back to the main topic today, we have one of the best couple, married couple I've ever seen, and mm-hmm. live today on my podcast. And um, real quick, guys, so how long you guys been together? And kind of tell us, how did you guys really met? Like, was it that, you know, Mike had a you know, change his shirt a few times? And then go up to <laughs> I and like you? that, I get, I get... <laughs> Yeah, right, he's a like, hey, girl, I don't know how to tell you this, but... Uh... <laughs> I can see clearly. You know, what I'm saying? I
2: can see clearly.
0: <laughs> so so tell us what what really happened.
2: Um, we've been together for like sixteen years. Uh, sixteen years, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and uh, you can tell it- him.
1: Uh, you know, we we go bond that. um uh, you know, when we met, you know, that's when it began. You know, because we weren't seeing anyone else then, so. Yeah. Um, we met at uh, my godfather's uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. Um, A friend of mine. It was my mine. birthday. Uh-huh. So. Um, just, uh, thanks- so my
1: godfather is married to a Filipino woman. Yeah. And, and was one of her good friends. And he invited me over. You know, he was setting us up, bro.
2: <laughs> no, it's not really. It's not really. So basically what happened is she invited me. And at that time, I don't really, it was like a snowstorm. really a snowstorm so i don't really want to go but then she said like hey you really have to come but it's not an arrangement for me to meet someone in there and then um he's he's uh a foster dad right i
1: say godfather yeah
2: and then his godfather at that time he was a sergeant and then michael is under with his um uh what is this tutelage? yeah so uh he invited michael he invited michael and, um, he, he, told me you were hesitant to come with that too, right? Cause he, you want, well, it was my birthday, you know,
1: and, and yeah,
2: it was his birthday. I, um,
1: you know,
2: and he wants to be with, with his mom, his friends, with his families, but then he come, you know, and then I remember at that time, you know, I was really late. Can you imagine that? I was really late. I, I came like around 9:30 PM The dinner is done. Okay, But then Michael was just in the center of the table. You know, I came in and then, you know, that kind of look like, "Mm, who are you? So (laughs) I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, you're so we are. Filipinos are very, uh, very conservative, really, really conservative. So we have to wait until, you know, until.
1: All right. Look, man, this happened, man. (laughs) (laughs) she walked in the room and I was like black and yellow black and yellow (laughs) no but we we met at my godfather's party uh, 16 years ago so And we've been together um you know as as you were telling me your story uh, you know with um the the filipino you spoke with you know uh just so you know if you don't know there's always a courtship you know filipino women are old-fashioned so
2: like everyone
1: well like not every everybody not in not america but going to, you gonna you had to put in some work my lord
0: all right all right man
2: like basically like everyone must be served, you yeah. know
0: that's true that's true and and like is it that do you guys remember what like, what did mike say to you that he just say to you like wow you're you know uh like, that's oh, what I'm trying to first. figure out.
2: Yeah, no, no. This is the first thing he said. He said, like, hey, girl, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. I I really thought he's, he's, he's fresh, but he's so fresh. But then he just, you know, with, with, with his charisma and with his personality, you know, I think he said, like, okay, I have to make this. This really, really slow. And then I I went to the living room and then Michael followed me in there, you know, and then he <laughs> said, second question is, um, what song do you like? Because we like singing songs. We're doing karaoke. Room. After after we eat dinner, we usually go to the living room and have. Uh, Karaoke, get, get, karaoke? Just, yes, we, we sing. Filipinos songs. Call it like yeah. but it's, it's like a kumbaya, yeah, something like that, you know? And then and and then he asked me, like, um, do you do you wanna sing? Do you want to sing? Oh. I
1: didn't know that she was like a really good singer. No,
2: I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm, she's not. She's really no, I'm not. She's a really
1: good singer. She can keep yeah. a you see, she's in the choir at Bashalom. So Oh, okay, okay.
2: I, I am all the way at the end. I just opening my mouth right there and Sakin. okay? Wow. just for a attendance or something but yeah it's it's uh that is a second question and then we start from there you know we start from there we exchange phone numbers and we make sure that we keep we keep it like that yeah communication wise it's perfect it's really good yeah
0: and where was the first date did he take you to like a kung fu school or like uh he no we went in know.
2: we went we went and walked in the lake for like hold on, three hold on, hold hours. Hold on, l- l- hours. let's
1: back it up just a little bit. You know, I introduced her to my mom, you know, because that's the tradition. Like, you know, you got to get your mom's approval.
0: Right. And
1: then um, my mom at that point was living over by um, Wilson and Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. And so we walked from Wilson and Lakeshore Drive to like North Avenue and then back. And I was thinking about you and Herb when you went on that long walk. Yeah, there was one of those walks, bro. It was okay. long, you know. I had never walked the whole lakefront, you know, from yeah. forty six hundred north <laughs> to sixteen hundred north and back again, because you know. Wow. So that was our first date, and you know
2: three hours long walk three hours long walk but that walk is really something that there's a story in it because he told me his dad used to play golf on that area you know it's it's, yeah his dad used to play golf in that area and i told him to i used to run in that lakeshore drive over there so and then um we play i can't believe it he had a chess board on him (laughs) And I don't play chess, and he was just like, Yay. i was gonna teach you how to play chess," and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!"
1: Yeah, I so, playing checkers, life is chess, brother.
2: So, so he was prepared, I guess, to have the kind, you know. But it's not boring for sure. It's not boring. It's 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 fun for that three hours.
0: That's good. That's good. Because I was gonna say, because like for me, when I I my first 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 day back in the days um I actually took a girl to a kung fu school and she beat my butt when uh it was time to do like a little self-defense like um I guess uh technique I didn't know this girl had a background and I was knocked down when she did so it was like I guess uh uh I forgot the technique but she did it so fast. I barely was trying to learn it, right? I was like, "Okay, how you doing? Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay, okay." And so I'm like, "I think I got it." And she's like, "No, I think I got it." I said, "Nah, girl, I, I think it's gonna take you a while. I don't know. I don't know if you're ready." Bam! She got me in the floor, and I was like, "Yo, hey!" And the the um the seafood the, you know the instructor was like, "Man, she's a good fighter." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> he he hey, hey, hey. he looked at me, Yakov. She got my He yeah. said <laughs> she got my playbook. Like, let, let me dust you off, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm saying. So it's just funny times, man. But I'm really happy to hear that. Like it's a beautiful, you know, story that you guys met together. Yeah, I heard a little thing. Yeah, <laughs>
1: all right. Let me let me uh, you know, it's Facebook me bro. on that stuff. I'm sorry about that.
0: You good, bro? You good? good. Bye. Well, another thing I wanted to ask you guys: what you think that helped your relationship stay strong? Like. I know there has to be ups and downs. It's like everything in life. What kept you guys going like stronger? Like what's your, cause here's the thing. A lot of couples, I'm gonna be real with you. A lot of couples are afraid to tell how they deal with conflict. They usually say, oh yeah, we, we just, you know, yeah, we just overcome it. But a lot of my fans want to know how do you guys, what's the best strategy when there's a problem in a home, right? Like, do you guys try to resolve it that same day or do you like? Does Mike just leave the door and say right, babe, I'll be right. Well,
2: back. I would say, I would say, um, it depends on the problem. It, it really depends on the problem because, in my tradition, in my tradition, or uh, for Filipino cultures, um, women's usually are humble, very humble, and then they they, they are so easy to talk with, and then, um, you know, like a Spaniard's kind of behavior that you have not, I'm, I'm not trying to, what is this thing with most of the Filipino, but most of my friends who are Filipino, they have this mentality about a Spaniard's thing, you know, like women's have to stay in the house, take care of the children, you know, you have, you have to cook, you have to clean this and that, but Michael different, uh, married a different woman. He literally married a different woman. I like to work. (laughs) I I like to work. Well, I like to to, uh, cross bases with the children. And also, I love to cook. You know, I I, I love all of those things. But depending on the problem, sometimes the problem is very light, then it's okay. But if the problem is a big problem, oh, buddy, you need a break. You we, we both have to have a break. And you have to think whatever the problem is, if, if we could talk about it that night or just wait until two or three days. Wait so, until two or three days.
1: So let, let me just put it like this. Um, I mean, if you don't know you know, the history of, of uh, Filipinas, you know, um, they were like the Octa people. Uh, from the mountain from the
2: mountain yeah
1: you know like the negritos the, the little like short midget people so they have a long ancestry and then when um
2: not all of them are
1: short and i didn't say no we're talking about an ancestry like way back so you know the conquistadors came in they did what they did so that blood mixed so you have you know, mountain that's, people
2: makes and me conquerors. You yeah. know what Spaniards, I'm saying? Spaniards, Japanese, American. Yeah. So, so
1: it's a lot of strong blood there, and and she's right. It's it's depending on what the situation is. Mm-hmm. So if the situation is extreme, you know, a, a financial part, one, yeah. that's like, you know, you know how it is. Just like with Jewish people, Asian people, they you know they keep the money in tight circles. So. Financial problems aren't that bad, which for most Americans, that's like the big problem, right? You know,
2: mm-hmm,
1: most mm-hmm. marriages end because of debt. You know, people don't pay stuff. So what is a big problem in America is not a big problem in the Asian community, honestly, because they keep the money tight. But, you know, when, when I wander off and do stupid stuff, you know, that's when I got to watch my head because, yeah. you know, she got that, well, um, that conquistador in her oh, brother's, well, or, you um, know. Well, <laughs> whoa, uh,
2: duck. Duck and move, duck and move. As for (laughs) women, as for women, I'm not speaking for everybody, but as for me, um, we are, we, we don't really believe in divorce. We don't really believe in divorce. And when you told me the first day when, when he promised me, okay, I'm going to marry you, this and that, that's going to be for the rest of your life, you know, for better or for worse. So when he goes back on that thing after two years, it's like, No you are stuck this is what you promised me this is what you promised me and so he basically is like no that's not an american way so that is a cultural shock okay that is a cultural shock but then you know it's not about the money it's not about the, the financial problem it's not about the children it's the infidelity Oh, for the Filipino, for, the, the, for Asian women, for the all, all across women, the board. The infidelity—it's what really crush us. It's yeah. a big, big insult. It's a big insult. It's just like when you don't like the person, if you if you are not if if you are not what is this thing with uh, uh, Filipino and uh, not Filipino, but it for me, I'm speaking to through through my base. If you are not interested with having a relationship with me anymore, just tell me the truth. Just tell me directly. Let, we let, have no problem about let, that. Let
1: me put it to you like this, my lord, and, and, and this is as concise as it can be. What, I don't know about all Asian women, but I can tell you about Filipino women. Um, you can't have any friends that are girls because that is, you know, it's a, it's a danger zone. You know, and and in real life, a lot of times it is like usually when people are, you know, they give into infidelity, it's usually someone that they were friends with. You know what I'm saying?
2: No, you- could you could have friends
1: but not <laughs> <laughs> don't get too friendly though you know come over. So you could have
2: friends but not too friendly that you can call the person <laughs> right. if if uh, well like in the middle of the night or something that you could talk to when you have problem with your wife you you could write a him a,
1: uh, uh, story. you could write them a card and your wife will mail it for you
0: <laughs> oh man it's it very interesting because i i have a, a little different perspective i feel like and and it's okay you know we we all have different walks of life so like for me i feel like this is and this is how i feel maybe because i'm you know i i'm a different time but before i was like man you know what if i get with a wife like i find a wife that i feel like i love you know she can't have friends or guys same for me right but now i mean my wife don't have any guy friends at least no straight ones
1: wow like gay dudes uh,
2: that's okay well like for i me, do i do in secret by the way
0: okay See? come on come on man so look here's my thing this is my thing so for me um i feel like if you trust your your woman or your your man with like you really trust them like full thing, no matter where they are, wherever situation they're at, you know they're doing something right. I feel like the moment when we feel scared that they're gonna do something, that's when we have insecurities. That's how I yes, look at it.
2: Yes, yes.
0: Right? So like for me, like in my job, right, well, one of the things they teach us is networking. They always tell us, if you meet somebody who has like, this say this business that you need to help you build this project, you have to network you have to exchange numbers now I'm saying trying to go out with them and trying to you know make a move but get to pick at their brain like meet up with them try to figure out how did they start their project or their their company how did they get there and take notes and maybe they have somebody that could connect you to somebody else to get what you got to be that's that's kind of like what they taught me and I kind of like that concept cuz if i don't do that I can't be successful by myself. I'm be honest. I just can't. I got to use other resources outside of my comfort zone to help me expand my empire. That's kind of how I look at it. But let me say something real quick, because this is a very interesting couple and I love it. I want to know like for you, like, you know, being Filipino and my brother, Mike, you know, being by Rachel, what is, um, did you guys ever felt like when you went to like a, a different gathering, like a friends gathering, or somewhere in public, people would stare at you guys? Like, even at dinner, because you guys were different?
1: Look, I, I'm gonna let her answer this, okay? But here's the one thing I would say. Uh, you remember when you was a kid, and you would play that game where um, you, would, um, you would have, to, it was the memory game, and you would have to flip up the little things, and you would have to match the people? Yeah. Well, if me and my wife were in the room, and you had to say, all right, which one's his wife?
2: <laughs> yes, and that's what he said who's her husband? Yes.
1: You're never going to put us together. I so know. opposites attract, but I'm going to let her answer the question, because um, I know um, a big thing that I, I, I've i witnessed personally is that, you know, my mom, may she rest in peace. Um, You know, my wife is taking care of her like a daughter um, the whole time she's been with us. And a lot of people you know, spoke out of line and would say stuff like, um, you know, uh, is that your caretaker? And my mom would she'd be like, no, it's my daughter, not my no, daughter. No, I said, well, yeah, definitely. No, but my mom would defend her. So it, it is, it is, you know, a lot of times Asian people are put into a position of servitude when they're really family, mm. you know what I'm saying? So when Asian, um, men and women, um, you know, um, come into families that are uh, multi-ethnic, you know, not the same, whether it be uh, Hispanic or uh, African or, you know, European or wherever, a lot of times, you know, that is that, you know, the culture of America, racism, right? Yeah. It comes out, you know, that white privilege is that racist side of America, you know, is their birthright, you know? And then they automatically assume the Asian person in the room is someone of servitude. You know, the same way they would towards someone Black. So the same same stuff happens to Asian people. But um, I don't know if she has any personal experience of uh, racism.
2: Actually, I don't. I don't really. I mean, when we usually go to the restaurant or to the, you know, to the marketplace, um or to the synagogue we literally blend in we literally blend in yeah um, I don't really have a problem about people looking or staring at us or say some words directly that I could hear it because I don't put up with bullies and also my husband don't so I think I think those people knows who are they gonna put you know like like put other people down, you know, because I never experience any worse. I never experience any but really uh, poor treatment from other people. We have a good time all the time when we go to the restaurant. Um, with the kids, we do have a great time, yeah. There is... Uh, I could see some looks, you know, but those kind of looks, like what he said, it's like, are they really couple? You know, are, are they really couple? Because I don't, so, sometimes I don't wear my wedding ring, you know, because I, I, I'm very hands on with my hands, you know, so, so.
1: She's a nurse, so.
2: Yeah, so basically, it's like looking at, um, uh, it's, it's, it's a CNA, it's a certified nurse assistant with visit patients. We, uh, I work in the assisted living, you know, but, um, Uh, What is this called? It's, it's, uh, it's, I never really experienced it.
1: Let me just say this. And once again, it, it is, it is America's lack of culture where they can't, you know, you know, for European Americans have a difficult time of believing that Asian women are with someone who isn't white. And that's straightforward. So A lot of times, if you if you've seen pictures of my daughter, you know, um, and someone will say something stupid, you know, like, you know, oh, how long have you been taking care of her? I'm like, she's like, "Uh, you know, since she came out. (laughs) That's my daughter. So those little, what do you call them? Um, You know, those little triggers. You know what I'm saying? Those otherisms. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, I told that, that. but then, but then, um, I, I. I come to a reality that Michaela doesn't look like me. Looks like her dad.
0: <laughs> Mine is a Cur- beard. Curly, yeah. <laughs>
2: curly tops, you know. Beautiful eyes. Well, it's just my daughter. Like literally beautiful face. And then one time we went to this uh, um, suburbs neighborhood, and then we went to uh, close to Winnetka and Highland Park. We went to a nice restaurant, and then I came with a stroller, you know. And then this sweet old lady she said, like. Oh my god she's so cute um how long have you been taking care of her and i was just like uh, uh-uh, she's my daughter and she said like oh oh my <laughs> gosh she, she looks at me and she look at my daughter's like oh she's adorable and i said like yeah uh, she's my late. daughter
1: <laughs> you let that racism slip but out <laughs>
2: then, but then with that mixture we don't i don't usually take take it as an offensive kind of behavior because she really looked different from, from me. And that's just like, you know?
1: Look, let me say this, uh, you know, you know what our topic is. So I have always noticed that that too often than not, um, Asian folks sort of brush it off, you know, but now we're looking at what's happening, you know, and results from the, you know, uh, the, last, the last, you know, uh, idiot, we had in the Oval Office. On
2: Thursday, last Thursday. Yes. Making
1: these racist statements. And now we're seeing that because in reality, a lot of Asian people, especially um, Asian Americans and and those who have immigrated, you know, they did, weren't taking offense to this racism all these years. And then it came to a boiling point. Now we're seeing actual attacks, you know, people being pushed, people being attacked by every ethnicity. So it's sort of like, in my opinion, in America, Asian people have been bullied for a long time, but they just disregarded it. But now it's come to a head, right?
0: Yeah. And here's here's another thing to add on. So for you guys, um, with the pandemic, right? I feel like when Trump was saying that COVID came from China, right? It was like one of his biggest quote. And I felt like a lot of people got upset like from his comment, right? Did you guys feel that um, in any way were you guys being like treated differently with, uh, you know, well, here's the thing. There's a lot of hate, hate crime and and discrimination in the Asian community. And, but have you guys ever felt any like racism for being Asian? Especially for you, Makar.
2: Oh, um, uh, just just like what I said, a a certain looks of people. Okay. When when he made that comments, um, this this people really thinks that we are Chinese. And okay. It really doesn't matter about the cultures. I mean, uh, um, Asia is a big continent. Yep. But if they said, "Okay, we're, we're Chinese," or I don't care about that. Just don't hurt people, just don't hurt people, you know? So uh, when they look at me because my eyes is like this, and it's because I open my mouth with an accent, they usually, they, they have a direct perspective or conclusions that I am a Chinese. But they never dare to uh, attack me verbal or something, but just the looks. But the looks could, could give a lot. So basically, if they're looking at you in a certain things, I look at them directly, but then I have my children. Um, I, I, I don't really fear for myself. Okay. But when my children is with me, especially Michaela, and I go to the jewel thing, to the, to the jewel place or um, uh, driving the cart with her going outside, I looked around, I looked around. Cause there might be an idiot person who really think, who really think that we created a virus, who really think that I am a Chinese, I, I you know, because my my eyes are blonde and everything like that, I'm afraid that they're going to drive directly to where my car is and my daughter is right there. Mm-hmm. So I started not bringing her in the store instead of me enjoying it with strolling with her in the park, strolling with her in the mall or... Uh, bringing her to where I'm going to go shopping, that thing stopped. That thing stopped because you just don't know what people could could do. You just don't know what people could do. Seriously. yeah, It's scary. It's scary. You could protect yourself, but you're afraid about your children. You're afraid about what they could do with your mother. You're afraid what you could do. I have a niece and nephew who are half black and half Filipino. Okay. And I called my cousin directly. I said... Do they experience this kind of situation? That was a long time when, when uh, uh, you know, former President Trump said about uh, that, that the virus came from China, okay? That, that's an, an Asian virus. I called them directly because if, if I get that certain look and it's very insulting for me, you know, I am sure that they have that kind of treatment too. And it's sad, it's very, very sad. It's yeah. very disturbing, yes.
0: Wow. Well, I was going to tell you guys, uh, this happened to me last week. So sometimes I do volunteer work for, you know, helping out shelters in Vegas and like, you know, try to give back to the community, right? So I, I did a ride. I, I picked up uh, somebody um, and, I you know, I gave him a ride from the kindness of my heart, right? Because I, I have that has the kindness to help others, right? So I'm um, I'm giving a person a ride, and the lady in the back, um, she was telling me that her husband died from COVID. Mm-hmm. It was a white woman, and she said to me, "It's because of the Mexicans crossing the border; they're the ones bringing COVID." And she wow. said that. She said that, and I was driving, and I, I'm, <laughs> man, God, I know you testing my patient. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 got, oh my god myself yeah i was like
2: (laughs) yeah i was like thank god i I never heard any comments from that because i i don't know
0: yeah It was bad. bad. I was literally like, "Should I just crash?" (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm getting a a brain. We're going back
2: (laughs) across
1: the border, baby. Yeah.
0: I said, "Hey, girl, we could go cross together if you want." (laughs) You know what I'm saying?
1: You know, coming (laughs) with me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Forever. You know what I'm saying? Get that
1: Mexican Corona.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: And I was just like, "Man, it's sad." And I came inside and I talked to a good friend of mine, and she's like, "You did the right thing," by. But you didn't say
1: nothing. You just.
0: I just, you know what, to be honest, I'm going to tell you why I didn't, because that person was very important for that place that I was picking up, and at the end of the day, man, it's sad to say this, but no one's going to believe what I say. Because, this is what
1: I was talking about with Asians, yeah. too, that passive, you know, you're yeah. being passive when you should right. call them out, but, but, not I, understand. All of but understand. I understand. But not
2: all of Asian.
1: Right. Well, not my wife. (laughs) She's in the I don't take no shit Asian group.
2: (laughs) No, there is an exception for that. Like, for example, if your children is with you, if if your daughter is with you, of course, you cannot say anything. Yeah. of course, you cannot say anything. It is really, really hard to say this. You're just going to swallow the words that they said, because what you're thinking is for the sake of your daughter and she's three years old. Right. but if i am if i am just gonna be by myself hell no hmm. literally i'm not i have to speak up. i have to say something no. i really need i am going to correct you as much as i could i don't care if my english is limited we, i really have to say something
0: see see for me i couldn't do it because like even before i got in the car my my your sp- head is
2: <laughs> rushing yeah
0: and the charity. Did so, so, you didn't have to... like intuition something was going to come up? Yeah, it was. A, I mean, I was getting a little prepared. They were like, "Look, I'm going to be honest. Um, you just have to, you know, do what you got to do. You know, th- you know, thanks for helping out, but remember that these people are, you know, um, very special to us, and um, you know, just be just normal. Don't don't talk about politics, nothing because. It could really affect you especially because I'm, I'm doing something for helping out in the organization I was like you know what they have a good point because in this situation like I was like I couldn't speak up right but I know because it's something personal to me you know like
2: True.
0: I would get very offensive and, and
2: emotional
0: yeah. And I may say things that could be so hurtful with words, right? Because I'm already using my reaction. I was ready. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, check this out.
0: All right, let's role play. All right. So
1: she ain't here now.
0: No, she ain't. But now so I'm what free. would you have said, my Lord? Okay. So this if is what I'm free.
2: Now,
0: now I'm free. And I told, you know, right. like I, I told my boss and she's like, you, you were the big person. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you control yourself from because the thing is, even the, the Torah says you should not say things when you're angry because you yeah. may say stuff that you may regret or you may hurt somebody. Right. So I, I, I try to if I'm calm, it's different because I know I'm not going to curse or say something mean. But if I could rewind and go back in time, this is what I would say. You know, I'm sorry to hear about your father that had COVID. But to be honest with you, I don't know if you know this, but since the pandemic, the board has been closed ever since. (laughs) So I don't know if you've been watching the news or paying attention, but that's not the reason why COVID is spreading. Because our damn president at that time did not do anything about it. And here's the thing that, you know, now we're getting a little political, but uh, this is my favorite part. So here's the crazy part. Italy and United States had the highest COVID Patients of all times. More people were dying from any other country. How is that Mexico, being a third world country, dropped their COVID percentage by sixty percent off? Sixty percent by having the shutdown. Now here's the thing: technically, United States has the best scientists, labs. to Mexico. I'm gonna be straight up. We're one of the richest countries in the world. So there shouldn't be an excuse why we spread this COVID 10 times, three times more than everywhere else, right? I felt like in the beginning, I'm going to be real, from, from what I've researched, Trump knew about the COVID since February. Only two cases came out in Washington, and he said, it's a hoax. The Democrats are trying to take us down. He started with that. He denied it. We had a lot of scientists keep telling him, hey, look, this is real. You know, we should do something about this. It's going to be a pandemic. Nah, nah, nah. It's good. We're going, to, we're going to take care of it, guys. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. It's going to be gone in a week or two. It got worse, actually. In a couple of weeks, it got worse. It went from 1,000 cases to 10,000, 300,000. Yeah.
2: yeah. Multiply directly.
0: Oh, look, yeah. look,
1: my wife was telling me stuff that they were saying in the Philippines before it hit America. Back in December, bro, like after Thanksgiving, you know, because something like Rabbi told me, like, you know, I listen to um the BBC because, like, they tell you more stuff. You do know, just, you know, just like, yeah. you know, Latino TV, you know, it, since it's not like translated into English, they can yeah. say whatever they want, you know, and then
0: you really find out what's going on in the world, yeah, you know, from outside news sources.